So welcome to the newest episode of Discovered with Steph. I'm Steph, and today I am here with Aiden Hill, whose single All I Need released on April 16th. So I want to start out with welcoming you to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. And if you want to start out, take me through how you came to be Eden Hill and everything having to do with you as an artist. Oh, God. Oh, where did it start? Um, well, I pretty much started like a few years, a couple of years back. Um, I was in a really kind of toxic relationship with an old band. And it kind of just um, spectacularly came to an end. Like on, on stage, we were releasing an EP and just in front of everyone, the whole thing just self imploded um and it was spectacular but so embarrassing um and I kind of just walked off stage and I was like I'm kind of really done with like egos and loads of people thinking something that they're not and it just the whole thing egos especially just gets in the way of kind of like everything creative and like writing songs and everything that should be fun and I was like well I can play the drums I can play the bass guitar and etc I was like oh why don't I just do it myself um and yeah, just kind of went away and started writing a load of songs and Eden Hill was born. Um, I don't really know why I came up with the name. Uh, I think it was on a holiday with one of my exes. I popped past the shop and it was simply called like Eden and it was on a hill, but I really don't know. So it is what it is. But um, yeah, that's pretty much how everything started. And I mean, I'm having fun and uh, yeah, it's, it's really exciting. Yeah, that's so great. I love how you took something so toxic and you were able to just like make something of yourself with it. Like you were just like, oh, you know, like, thank God that's over and now I can do my own thing, which is so great. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm never one to kind of let something like that, like defeat me. I've always, I feel, I don't know, I constantly feel like I've got something to prove and it just seemed like really exciting. I was like, oh, cool. Like a fresh start. Brilliant. I can do something different because I constantly, I, I don't know, I'm constantly feel like I'm evolving and changing and learning and stuff so it's it's kind of nice I don't have to deal with the whole dynamics of everyone else that sounds really bad it's not meant to sound bad (laughs) other people are great (laughs) yeah no it makes complete sense because sometimes when you can do things on your own you can really be yourself and be authentic to who you really are without other people being like oh no like I want it this way or like somebody else wants it that way so like that's so great that you can finally like be your authentic self with it. Thank you. That's exactly what I was meant to say. That is, that is I, I'm going to steal your answer. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the creative process like for the song? Uh, for all that I need. Um, well, that was a, it's, it's a really strange one for me. It was kind of the most personal song I've written. I mean, at least I think. Like for me personally, um, I was kind of just sat on a bench one day and it was just I was just in a bad mood and my mom just came up over to me and she was being so lovely but for whatever reason I don't know why I just I just wanted to push her away like you know just kind of I was like you know just kind of like leave me alone not in a horrible way but just kind of I I didn't want her attention sort of thing I just kept pushing everyone that tried to get close to me kind of away I didn't know why I didn't want to either like I caught myself out doing it and I was like why am I being like this I don't I don't get it um, and it was pretty much a few weeks later, it just came to pass that like, I, was, I just wasn't in a great place. Um, but my brain was just trying to convince me that to kind of push everyone as far away as possible and just to be on my own, which made everything worse. Um, but the second I caught myself doing it, I was like, I've got to write something about this. Like, I've got to apologize to my, the people, these kind of people that I pushed away, the people that I love so much. So I just wrote this song 
I also apologized to them in person, but I also I didn't feel like that was enough. So um, for my mum's kind of like birthday and stuff, I kind of just wrote this song, and it's just me just saying, "Look, I'm sorry. I'm a bit of a bit of an idiot from time to time, and I'm very sorry, but I'll try and make up for it." Um, but yeah, just kind of went in the studio, recorded it over in the space of a week, and yeah, just recorded everything myself, and had a real fun time doing it. It's a it's a real funky song. <laughs> Oh, that's so nice. I love how you really took something that was like so personal and just like was like, you know what, I'm just gonna make this song, tell everyone how I feel. So I think that's great. It's all, I don't know, it's all I can do, really. I, 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 don't, I don't really know how else, I was thinking this the other day, I don't really know how else to really deal with things. I think that's kind of why I do this or try and do this or whatever you call it. Like, I don't know. I, if I didn't write songs and kind of have this like cathartic experience through it, I'd probably just stay in my room and be like a little hermit all day and just never leave and just do nothing. I just, I, I so I don't know, it, it helps me think about myself and think about things that I'm doing in ways that I probably wouldn't if I wasn't. Cause it gives me like an objective way of just kind of staring back at myself and being like, why are you doing this specifically? And trying to learn more about myself or, other people's behaviors and it's just I don't know people always say it is some people will say it's like a form of therapy sort of thing so I completely can get that um maybe it is or isn't like that for me but I mean I have that kind of process I guess with this and maybe it is but yeah yeah definitely so take me through I see on Spotify you have a whole bunch of other songs so take me through how this one differs from your other ones oh how does this one differ from this one differs in the fact that I feel it's more personal. I feel like it's slightly more of like a kind of, I don't know what it is. It's kind of like a dance beat. It's very like, not the others aren't four to the floor. It's not what I mean, but it just feels like, I don't know. I can picture myself kind of late night at like 2 a.m. listening to all that I need and just kind of like, I, I don't know, that was awful dancing. I do kind of this weird dad dance, but kind of like dad dancing in a field at like 2 a.m. Whereas Reliever is like kind of the start of a party. Um, Reliever is another song that I've written. It's kind of like the start of a party where everything's kind of like kicking off and just kind of like having fun. But um, Reliever specifically is, again, that's not, that's more me, well, especially Afterlife actually. Afterlife is me objectively looking at someone else and commenting on that. So it's, it's that was me looking at a friend who was kind of hiding in themselves and um, kind of becoming this persona. And that was me just commenting on that and being like, look, I see you. You kind of just don't really have to hide. Not that you don't have to, like everyone can do what they want, but never feel like you're alone, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, Reliever was just a way of, of me just kind of looking at love and past relationships of like myself and being like, look, was it actually love or was it me just trying to just escape myself? And I constantly try and do that as I'm sure a lot of people do. Um, but I just, I, I like the idea of taking something that should be kind of really down or really negative or something and kind of doing a juxtaposition. So it's kind of been like, oh yeah, like these kind of low lyrics or whatever you want to call them. And then kind of a dancey beat, something you can kind of dance to. I don't know, it just it makes something, try and make something positive out of a kind of necessarily negative situation, which I just find really interesting. Yeah, definitely. I love how it seems like everyone's on this vibe for like very dancey pump up kind of music. So I think that's like a great like kind of like summary vibe that we're getting into with everyone. 
Yeah, I'm definitely trying to tap it more into summer vibes at the moment. I was literally <laughs> in the studio. I was in the studio yesterday writing um, my next song, which I'm specifically writing for like summer. I want it to be like a, a like a great summer hit where everyone can just go out and like enjoy themselves too. Um, and it's sounding awesome. So I'm really excited for that. Like in a, in yeah. a, month, a little bit for that That's to come. So back. exciting. So take me through what sets your music apart from others being released right now. That is an awesome question. <laughs> um, I wish I could explain it. I always, I kind of get asked like, how do you kind of like define your music? And I have the hardest time, like, cause you can kind of put it into generic categories, but then I don't know, pop is so broad. It, it, it follows kind of pop sensibilities, but it's, it has kind of a depth about it. I'm not saying other pop music doesn't, it's not what I'm saying, but specifically I try and like, I wanna say something in my songs and I feel like there's a space in pop music or alternative pop music to have great catchy songs that are like, cool, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Three minutes, very kind of easy to digest, but also kind of quirky in their own ways, but also say something important or something meaningful that someone can kind of like hold and kind of care about because um, it might mean something to them. And I mean, I'm not massive or anything at the moment. That's definitely not what I'm saying, but the kind of audience that I have at the moment, they're so nice and they're so sweet. And the people that actually like do message me and they're like, oh, look, I, I love your music or I love this or that. We actually have genuine conversations. And it's just like the, the songs mean something to them, which is like the coolest thing ever. That is literally all I've ever wanted. Some would say it's all that I need. Sorry, I got to make that joke. But, um, <laughs> but no. Good one. But no, the songs clearly mean something like to them and they care about it. And that's like, I don't know. That's all that matters for me. I want to make catchy songs that are to pop sensibilities, but that matter and that someone can care about because someone's got to care about it. I can't write music I don't care about. That just sounds so pointless. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love that because a lot of people, you know, they're writing music just to put themselves out there or to like chase like the spotlight and just like be in the moment and you're really just like you know this is what I love to do I want people to relate to me so I think that's so great yeah exactly I, I know what it feels like to kind of like to be lost in your head or to kind of feel like alone at points and that sort of thing I never want anyone to feel alone I think it was Matt Miller that once said I write music just to make sure that like no one feels like they're on their own and I cannot relate to a single quote more in my life like it's, I don't know, I feel like that's all anything should be about. Like we should all kind of just be together and be there for each other as much as we can. And no one should be, uh, you know, alone. Yeah, definitely. So you just talked about Mac Miller. What kind of artists inspire you and who do you look up to? Oh goodness, who do I look up to? Um, other than the kind of like obvious ones, I mean, I look up to the 1975, I look up to a lot of, lot of artists, not necessarily for like the music that they make, but for like the messages that they say. So like the messages of like the 1975 or the Beatles specifically being pop, but not defining themselves to a genre. Like you go through their discography and everything's just constantly evolving and changing. And there's not one thing, which is just so creatively exciting. And like Bowie, for example, um, for kind of pushing the boundaries of, you know, masculine, masculinity and kind of femininity and kind of music and kind of combining the two and making something really amazing and kind of 
people kind of thought at the time was kind of a bit out there, but now is a very kind of integral part of kind of pop culture, which I think is brilliant. Um, what else? Mac, yeah, obviously Mac Miller for his messages and what he kind of stands for. Um, but in terms of actual music that I'm listening to that I think is great, I mean, the best pop music at the moment for me being written, I mean, The Weeknd's writing some great stuff. Dua Lipa's writing some great stuff. Taylor Swift is absolutely crushing it which is hilarious because I never used to like Taylor Swift, but I mean, the, to write those two, I think it was Folklore and Evermore during lockdown. And that's just, been, again, it's a departure from like, I mean, she, the girl went from like, the, whatever, she went from kind of being like country to kind of pop or, and then just evolved into this other thing. And I just think that's so exciting and I commend anyone that can, I mean, a lot of this, these artists, I didn't actually like, <laughs> I didn't like their music originally. 1975, but didn't originally like Taylor Swift. They didn't originally like The Weeknd. I got onto it kind of really late or whatever, but these people kind of evolve and prove me wrong. And that's just awesome. And I have a lot of time for pop artists that can prove me wrong. Um, and I never kind of get into kind of strictly being like, oh, I don't listen to this person cause it's Taylor Swift or whatever. I'm just like, well, if it's good music, you know, then, then why does it matter? Saying that, I actually, I look to my left. I literally have, to prove a point, I literally have the vinyl right here. Oh, <laughs> Here's what I made earlier. <laughs> like, that's such a good album. Great album. It's just, it's my, it was my favorite of last year. It just hits. Yeah, and I love how like you don't just look at the person for their music. Like it's very unique. I've never heard somebody say, "Oh, you know, they evolved very well and they know how to." go across different genres and I thought that was so great that you brought that up because like that is true in a sense like you can't just look up to somebody's musicality and like what they're writing you have to know what they stand behind and all of the talent they have as well I, I agree I feel like especially this day and age I think especially with the platforms these people have I feel like as great as music can be that's one side of it but if you're going to be like a personality or, or whatever or just a good person I feel like you have to have morals or something to stand for and I mean they are if, if anyone uses their platform for good then I can get on board with that that's just as simple as you know you don't have to agree with their music or anything like that but if they're good people with good principles and they stand up for something then get on board with that just get behind it yeah definitely so back to your song how was the production and doing it by yourself take me through like any ups and downs you had everything in general uh so the song was produced by a guy called Richard Flack but I record I kind of performed everything myself um I've noticed kind of more and more the ups and downs that come with that is the ups is that I can kind of create something that I feel is really honest to me and I don't have the kind of compromise for anyone else, which I love because if I can say something that's really honest, then that's great. That's what it should be for me. But the downside of it is so, is so silly. It's the fact that I don't sleep. It is as simple as that. Like I literally, I woke up for the studio, take this for example. I mean, the, yesterday, I was in the studio from 8 a.m. till 12, like, a.m. I was oh just in the all day. And I'm doing kind of, I'm doing, the, I'm doing the bass. I'm doing the guitars. I'm doing the synth. I'm doing the singing. And it's all, like, at once. And whereas, like, a band can go in. And a band's really funny because everyone's kind of laughing. And, you know, the drummers needed for, like, two hours. And then the basses are needed for, like, two hours. And then they go and sit on a sofa and it's chill. And it's great. Whereas, 
for me, I, I, I kind of put myself through this thing where I was like, I'm going to try and do everything. It sounds so good on paper, but it's like, I would love to just sit on the sofa and just fall asleep for like just five minutes. That would be amazing. But I kind of don't get the second because I kind of put myself through it. So that's really the only down that I come with it. But I mean, it's completely outweighed by this like this small little thing. It's like when things are working in the studio, there is literally no better feeling like at all I defy anyone to say otherwise because if you could capture it it's like it would be like a little like drug of some way it's just like it's the greatest most like accomplishing of that's not a word I don't know it just feels like every void it's just like oh this is enough like this is all this is you know this is this is perfect um yeah I, I honestly I just can't describe it it's just so exciting um, and on yeah, I mean, when I left the studio the other day, it was just like I just had so much adrenaline going through me. I was like, "This is awesome! I'm super excited for this to come out and people listen to it." And it just makes everything else so worth it. Um, so yeah, there's not for me. I don't know. There's not. There's not. There's not really too many downs, other than the kind of self doubt which kind of creeps in. Which, but everyone gets like that, you know. Everyone kind of gets these kind of great feelings of I can do something. I'm gonna go and do this. It's gonna, you know. I'm not going to let anything get in the way. And then maybe like, you know, a few weeks later, it's just human nature that we kind of just, you know, we go through these kind of cycles and things change and our moods change and that's completely natural. But, you know, the, the self-doubt part is particularly difficult when it, when it comes to kind of not being in a band because you feel like you rely a lot on getting yourself out of that or just surrounding yourself with really good people, which I'm completely blessed with. I have like the greatest family. I have the most amazing friends. And if I didn't have them, then I, I've said this a million times, if I didn't have my friends and family, I couldn't do it because I just personally self-doubt so much that I would convince myself to just go for something safe. And they're like, no, you can do it. Just keep going, pick yourself back up, keep going. So honestly, everything's just down to them. But that, if yeah, if there is anything down to it, then it's those things, but they always make me feel way better. And, you know, those better feelings outweigh anything else. Yeah, definitely. So what's next for you? I know you talked a little bit about your new song, but like, what else are you looking forward to in the next upcoming months? I would say in the next, I've been told not to put a date to anything, but I reckon in the next three months, I should have an EP out of five or six songs. Depends on Um, And I don't think I've ever been this excited to release like music ever. Um, because I've released these first three singles and a lot of it is me just kind of like finding my footing, finding what I enjoy, where I stand, how I want to write, at least at this moment. But the thing is with singles, you can kind of make so many different variants of music and it, it, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be cohesive or to one sound, but when you're writing an EP, it definitely needs to be cohesive. That's the entire point. It's like a good playlist. You don't want to go, you know, from ABBA and then just jump into like, I don't, I have absolutely no idea, Brockhampton or something like that. Just something completely, like, not saying too far removed, you know, just kind of, you, you kind of want to be really focused in A, what you say, B, how things transition and also focus on writing really great songs of that kind of thing. So I kind of just challenged myself to write an EP and that should be coming out in the next like three months. And I, I honestly, I, I'm really excited for just the music to just speak for itself because it's by far the best things I've done up until this point. And I'm, I, right now, at least, coming straight from the studio, it, I was saying this to um, John, who's my producer at the moment. I was just saying, after writing these few songs and seeing how excited I am and how excited everyone else around me is at the moment, 
just like, I don't know. It feels like unstoppable at the moment. I'm just like, I, I don't, it doesn't matter what people like. No one can like change my opinions on how I feel about it. And I just feel like I just can't be stopped about it. I'm so excited to kind of just get that out. So the next thing is release the next single over the next two months and then release an EP over the next three months. And then who knows, at the moment I'm writing a second EP at home, like just demos to then go and record again. So maybe I'll start recording that towards the latter end of the year and try and get that out. But there's no promises with that. I changed so much. <laughs> But there is by there is 100% an EP coming out. Oh, there's also a music video coming out on the on, on May. On which is very fun. <laughs> Sorry, I forget. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's there's kind of lots going on. It's um yeah, I'm really excited. And I'm just having a great time. Yeah, that's so exciting. Well, I know I'm excited for it. All your music is so great, and I hope everyone that's watching and listening right now goes and checks it out because I'm super excited for everything to come out. So thank you so much for coming on today. Is there anything else you want to add? No, just uh, thank you so much for, for having me and for everyone for listening. Um, and I hope you can go listen to music and make your own judgment for it, but I hope you like it. <laughs> but if not, that's absolutely fine. You're more than entitled to your own opinion. But um, yeah, have a good day. <laughs> That was my sit-down interview with Eden Hill. He was an absolute pleasure to talk to. And now here is a clip of his newest single, All I Need. You're all that I and listening to this week's episode i will see you on social media until next time when i have more great artists to share with you guys so thank you keep sharing checking out social media and i will see you next time on discovery stuff i don't know